Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Facing the Gates podcast. I'm Bailey. I'm Michael. And I'm David. And this week we are talking about morality. Uh, Specifically, we're going to get into the moral argument for God's existence. But in order for us to get there, uh, we have to ask the question and debate whether or not morality is objective or subjective. So the topic for this episode, obviously, is morality. Why does morality exist? Is it objective or subjective? And why are some people more morally inclined than others? These are all rhetorical questions which may or may not get answers. Uh, The root of this topic has to do with how people view their morality because, you know, whether they're explicit about it or not, they do adopt a moral view. And whether they know consciously that's how they view morality, they view it that way. Uh, And this is not an exhaustive list of the moral views that are out there. This is kind of uh, meta-ethics type stuff. Basically, where do morals come from? Um, But I've chosen two of the most popular moral views that we have in our culture today that I think is kind of like a back-and-forth battle. Uh, I know it sounds like I'm I'm rambling, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna lay out two of them for us, and then we're gonna discuss it. So the first view is moral re- uh, moral realism, and that is the view that objective moral facts exist and are independent of an individual's opinions. Uh, this is more common in theistic worldviews, and that's not necessarily moral universalism, where every single moral decision you make has a moral weight. It's just saying that there are, there is some objective uh, reality to moral decisions. And basically under this view, we are learning to become more moral and slowly aligning ourselves to the objective moral standard over time. For example, the abolition of slavery, civil rights movement, etc., these kinds of things. We're slowly moving towards a more moral society. So that is moral realism. And then the other one that is uh, very popular today is moral relativism, which is basically the view that morals are subjective and they're often determined at the individual determined at the individual or societal cultural level. So this is more common in atheistic worldviews, and I just wanted to say, just because someone believes morality is subjective, does not necessarily mean that they are a hedonist and that they just do whatever they want to do. Um, Oftentimes, I think people that do believe morality is subjective act as if it were objective. So that is uh, our nice long outline. So I want to go ahead and turn it over to you guys and let you discuss which moral view do you hold and which one, basically which one do you think describes you more and why? Ooh, that's that's fucking rough because at the heart of it, I it's just like with the fucking uh, God free will, free will. Just oh, like with, should we should we establish our like actual views on free will? Because I feel like last episode it was really kind of uh, campy and it, un, unanswering. It was all over the place and asked a lot of like, rhetorical questions. And you may not it was know what we actually We just kind of circled around it a lot. So and gave like different viewpoints. Yeah, I think you're. You go ahead and say your view on free will just so we can establish that for future yeah, episodes i think i stated it kind of but it you was did. more so kind of a hybrid approach 
we're like, yeah, yes, we do have free will, but we are kind of inclined to certain things. Yeah, more inclined to perform certain things based on kind of our genetics, genetics, and habits, and even environment and stuff like that. Yeah. So I believe that, and we're just, I know we're supposed to be talking about morality, but we just wanted to clarify because, you know, going forward, free will is foundational. So we want you guys to know where we stand on that going forward. So I believe that we do have free will. And like David, I believe we do have certain dispositions that might lead us in certain ways uh, to act in certain ways. Um but one thing you mentioned last time was from God's perspective, it might the seem, scope of it all. It might seem determined, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that affects you. Because, because like I said, just because God knows something doesn't mean that you know what God knows. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, that, that, that I, I was having fun with that one. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead about yours. What What is your free will view? I feel that the overarching term is we have free will. But there are some things that are just unexplainable that happen. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe every once in a while it's like a little push on the table. Yep, that's what you're going to do, bud. Okay. All right, cool. And, you know, that's fluid. That's going to change. So that's currently where I'm at with it. Yeah. Okay, so let's get back to actual uh, morality. What, what, uh, you're talking about what view you hold and... I know you probably, you don't know, because, you know, you're the agnostic here. Yeah, but there there are two broad terms. I think the ones do it cultural, that affects more of the nuances of your morality. Like certain things that this side of the world might see not as offensive, not wrong culturally. Right. Being raised up around that's going to shape your morals, but mm-hmm. you'll still hold the same baseline morals that we all hold. Yeah, kind of like how... The understanding in a sound mind, right and wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, kind of like how when, example, you meet a kid, Mm -hmm. they're kind of, they know you're different, but they still treat you the same. So, like, for example, the kind of ideas upon racism, and, like, because it's very much a tribalistic thing, so it's a top morality moral that people are different so you should not respect them mm-hmm. where if you like meet a young kid that hasn't had time to learn that learn yeah instinctively they they, they go towards being accepting so i think right uh, like what michael it's very much there's that kind of fundamental just kind of human beings naturally have certain morality mm-hmm but that will be morphed by culture, by the tribalistic nature, and even our habits will shape it. Such as, like, view, like, especially in the modern day with social media. It's mm-hmm. a big echo chamber. And you hear one thing, you hear it a million times, and you hear it long enough, it becomes your morality, at least to a point. Yeah. So. I I definitely fall in the the moral realism side of things. Um, I do think that there are certain fundamental things that are objectively morally right and objectively morally wrong. And for anyone at home who doesn't know what the word objective means, it means fact. 
subjective would be opinion. So I don't know why I felt the need to explain that, but I've probably used words that are over people's heads sometimes. And I don't know, maybe we got geniuses out there. Most of you probably know what that means. You have Google. Yeah. But anyway, um, I'm not saying that literally, again, I'm not a moral universalist that believes that everything has a moral value. I think there are some decisions you make that are completely devoid of moral value, moral weight. I mean, if you're asking if you should play, I don't know, Monkey Ball or Mario Kart, it doesn't matter. It, it's That's not a moral decision. That's equal, you know? I mean, like, there might be more value to play one yeah, or the yeah. other, but... So, funny enough, I've actually ha- seen people post about Monkey Ball because monkeys running around. <laughs> it's like a yelling at evolution thing. Oh. <laughs> that, like, I, I literally saw someone ranting uh-huh. for about two pages worth of an essay on why Monkey Ball is immoral because it's evolutionary. Wow. That's interesting. Um, okay, so... So you, you, Michael, you don't know, basically. I'm dipping more toward the realism as this is right I'm probably going to win you over to that side because I'm going to heavily critique well, because the other one. As I said, the culture and everything affects the nuances, not the morals. Yes. And so I, I would agree on that. It's more on how we, as flawed beings, view the moral question we are given. Mm-hmm. Obviously, help the elderly, help small children, help anyone you can help. Yeah. Don't be a dick, pretty much. To some, a lot of morals up. Don't be a dick. Right. Don't kill, don't steal. And, yeah. I mean, there's obviously more, but I'm just... You would, you would say that those are things that basically everyone agrees on. Yeah, and be respectful. So, in America, respectful might be holding the door or something... Where respectful in another place might be taking your shoes off, putting taking off your headpiece. Yeah, that that's where I'm getting with the cultural nuances on how we push those morals. But I still think morals are either they're right or they're wrong. There's no in between. Yeah, you can't make them up for yourself. Yeah, and obviously how we individually view the right or the wrong is going to be different, but morals are morals. Yeah. Kind of the living steps you live by without even knowing you applicate them because you're not a fucking sociopath or psychopath. Yeah. What about you, David? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess in some ways, yeah, realism, but also kind of what a modification of your morals can fundamentally change, like, depending on how much you've been in a certain culture and stuff. But, yeah, I guess kind of teetering on to there. Okay. We'll see. Instead of how your morals can change, I, do you mean that as how you approach those if, morals? Or? No, I mean, by subjective morality is subject to change. So if you used to think this was wrong and then later you change your mind, that would be a subjective moral idea. Now, I I need to nuance this because objective morality is independent of 
you, you can't change it because it's, it's objective. But you may come to understand something in an objective sense. So you could have been wrong about your moral view and then come to the right moral view under that realism under moral realism. Hopefully that makes sense. So the actual morals don't change. It's the just, morals don't change. You're, you're, it's how you, you approach that, them. Yeah. It, it's your perception that changes. The morals don't change. You change under subjective morality. Morals change because you change. It, it's kind of a bait and switch type thing. The way you think about it. Does that make, make sense? Yeah, makes sense. Okay. All right. So, it's just, I, I was just wrapping my head around people who live under each one and how they approach mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And I, I I think at the root of it, people at the root are more realists in, in their heart because of the way that they act. And I'll, I'll get into that. But basically, one thing is uh, that I wanted to mention is we all have a moral compass. So you don't always have to be taught what is right to have an instinctive inclination to act morally kind of what you were talking yeah. about like with the kids like uh there's a song by disturbed called who taught you how to hate and it was basically inspired by you know he had a kid and he took his child to the park and you know saw like kids acting terribly and it, it dawned on him like you you know when when you bring a child in this world they they're born with a clean slate so in order to teach them how to hate, you have to teach them. So they have to be indoctrinated into some prejudice or whatever it may be in order to establish something like that, basically. Yeah. Cool. I know you're going to bring that song up. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, we talked about that song. Oh, really? I, I, I mean, I guess. A lot of, at least a lot of people nowadays uh -huh. agree with that certain statement, especially in like more progressive areas. It's like, yeah, it's not that the morality is, was always that way, but the kind of human corruption and the human factor and essentially peer pressure yeah, or like, you see your dad being a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. Well, you're going to think, I won't be like my dad. I'm going to be a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Or you could resent him, but still have his characteristics put in you, in your brains. Like you're uh, inclined to act like him. This is, of. how I'm going to act. Oh yeah. shit. And in your head, you're like, I am a piece of shit. Yeah. So I guess for a good, like chunk of this episode, I'm just going to, critique um moral relativism and you guys can tell me if my points make sense and if you agree so if i told you david that i've been lying to you this whole episode everything i just said i just made up i'm just gaslighting you uh you would feel like you had been wronged and probably anyone in that scenario would feel like they had been wrong. Like, why are you lying to me? Yeah. That that's an objective moral fact because it is objectively wrong to lie to someone like that. And I that that's something that our, you don't determine. At least in our our scope of kind of morality in our area. Mm -hmm. 
especially like in the south everything's very honor driven yeah at least as we hope it is well i mean if i told you i was gonna be here at 12 and then i didn't show up at 12 and then i didn't text you and tell you that i wasn't coming over here at 12 and then i just didn't come over here at all that that would be wrong you'd probably be pissed off Eh, i've had that I mean, happen you well i mean you wouldn't be pissed off yeah because I, you're I would David, just like, but okay like i mean i have i would just message you you okay yeah i have forgotten david, david nice. for like 45 minutes like two <laughs> hours before it's like oh shit i gotta pick him up from work fuck well uh, you get the point is yeah. like you know it would be wrong morally yeah. for me to just bail on you and not explain why. Yeah, I see the only kind of problem with kind of stuff like that is it's very, like, my mind, your mind, very kind of in a personal subjection. Mm-hmm. Because, like, to someone else, they might have been like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. And that happens a lot. Eh, yeah, I mean, like... For, like, for someone regularly, regular, and our mind frame, our mindset, it would be like, yeah, I would be kind of pissed off about that. True. Okay, so, I mean, I guess it depends on the scenario. Like, if, yeah. it, if it, you're used to getting bailed on by someone because they have a, a track record of bailing on you. Yeah, because it's not just, with those situations, it's not just really morality. It's more just kind of cultural inclination and cultural norms devil's advocate here how you feel about it does not change the fact if it is an immoral or immoral decision yeah but yeah your morality towards that situation might be warped by your culture and the norms behind it but as it, i was saying with the guy like if you're in an area where everyone bells on you like yeah it, it's just gonna be okay that's your feelings but it doesn't change the fact if the but that doesn't change that the was fact made. that I would be guilty of it. At and least, why would I be guilty you're if I didn't do something shit. wrong? Yeah, but you might not feel guilty about it because everyone bells on everyone. That's that, an attitude, though. That doesn't change the fact if it's immoral or not. Well, it moral, uh, as I... Yeah, your, your feeling yeah, is just a perception about, of it, though. Yeah, but you're... In a human mind frame, the perception of morality is how you feel about stuff. If it's good, if it's bad, at least from a, a godless Cretan like me. Because, Cretan. like, morality is a sense... How I kind of view morality is just kind of guidelines of, like, good stuff, bad stuff. In the simplest of terms. Since uh, I, I have no, like, real objective towards, like, oh, good morals. And it's like, yeah, I'm just not going to do stuff that makes me feel bad. Yeah. And make me feel, yeah, make me, I'll do stuff that makes me feel good. Like, telling you. Now you sound like a hedonist. Eh. Well, I guess everyone's kind of a hedonist. Like, yeah, we will do stuff that feels bad in the short term if it does good. Yeah. But you're still ending up with a. A net gain. Net gain of good. Like, it's not true hedonism because in my perspective, hedonism is about those short term intense pleasures yeah I don't... and just overindulging about it but like say if you work on a project for a week that pains you but yet you're satisfied with the outcome is that hedonistic unless it's like just a giant sex machine and you go off in a dungeon 
No. See, I don't... I because don't... it's about that slow process. And mor- morally, working on something large might be seen as a good thing. See, I don't see sex or drugs as necessarily hedonistic. Well, I was given the kind of... He's given an example, I think. Just the most generic hedonistic... I guess a thing. sex machine is very generic to David. Well, it's kind of... Well, I could just say, oh yeah, you're making a clone... Uh, Sex cloning. David, stop. Just quit where you're You know what I mean. But what about the sex dungeon? That's just normal to you, Bailey. Sex dungeon, and yeah. for him, it's a sex machine. <laughs> Come on, guys. We are a Christian Minecraft server. <laughs> no, no, it's 2020. Okay. All right. Well, but, but yeah, but you know what I mean. I guess. Because in my eyes, it's all about for morality, it's about how we perceive actions. And it's because in my eyes, there's no real end goal okay. besides leaving. All right, we can we can that stuff. we can leave that example uh, as a y'all didn't hear it. <laughs> all right, no, no, I mean like we can we can disagree on you know like I mean because like I guess that probably would reflect the individual if they're more morally inclined. Yeah, like if they feel guilty for lying. Yeah, they then, then they, they're more morally inclined. Yeah, and their it, morals are set different than their culture. Yeah, they still have. It's like that one kid that's not gonna be a bigot versus the whole town, kind of thing. So, question: Are we looking at moral morality on a singular level or as an overarching level? Because I'm looking at it overarching. Like wrong is wrong. Doesn't matter how you feel about it. Fuck your feelings. You fucking liar. It. it okay. So what we're talking about specifically is meta ethics, which is where do morals come from? At a very root level. Um, so basically, it, it is the overarching, like, how it affects everyone. But obviously, your perception of it is going to skew your view of reality and morality. So, I mean, like, how you... We're, we're trying to get out how you perceive it so that we can get at how it is, basically. I don't know if that makes any sense. That might be a really roundabout way of saying it. It's brown about, but I I get your gist. Okay, cool. I'm sorry if that was confusing. We're going for from the outside home. in. Yeah, basically. I mean, like, yeah. All right, so I'm going to move on to another example now. Um, if a politician says, elect me, and I promise that I'll cure cancer, and then when they are elected, they're like, <laughs> just kidding, thanks for electing me. I was uh, joking about the cancer thing. We would all agree that that is wrong for someone to do that. Yeah. Doesn't matter like where you are in the world, everyone would agree that that is wrong. You piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. My only question would be why would you elect him if he said that? Yeah, such a broad. I'm just, that's just an example. That's, you know. Trump did get elected, so. Anyway, uh, other. I wasn't trying to like get into politics. I was just using it as an example. I know, and I had to use an example. Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, so, I mean, basically, you know, those examples that I've listed, they're not arbitrary and they're not subjectively determined. They are wrong because it is instinctive and intuitive that they are wrong. If it seems like that is, if that's the case, you know, then it seems that there's evidence of an underlying moral code that we all abide by. If we can all agree on certain moral things, 
then that leads us to believe that there is some underlying morality that we all would adhere to. Kind of like looking at laws in many countries. A lot of them are quite similar. Mm -hmm. So in that frame of mind, or at least our morality for a lot of the world is very similar in that fact. And could that be because... Like as tribes and colonies and stuff, we decided upon that, and it kind of worked out. Could that's the main thing? Since that gets a little deeper, and like, oh, okay, well, our laws come from because this worked out longer, and where did that come from? Essentially, I mean, or if you look at it, like two animals who are co-inhabiting an area, who are both able to eat each other, just going like. I'll let you live. You let me live. I'm not going to kill you. You're not going to kill me. We have that trust. So then that could build to, hey, I'm not going to steal your wife. Because that would make me an asshole. Because millions of years ago, I didn't eat you and you didn't eat me. All right. So let me, since we're kind of flirting around that subject, I want to ask you guys, uh, where do you think we got our morals from do you think like for example do you think they were instilled into us by god as like the law written on our hearts or do you think it is an evolutionary thing that we have learned that this is beneficial for us to hold these quote-unquote moral views i know exactly what both of you guys are going to say but i'm just asking it, well you know i'm gonna say i'm the filthy atheist yeah you're gonna say oh. Because I mean, bro, it explains everything, bro. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily explain everything. It's at least you admit that. Well, there's some things that just can't be explained with our small, moist brain. <laughs> <laughs> but moist. yeah, I mean, soft brain. Because the kind of idea of evolution is, yes, yeah, so there are going to be branches that don't work out. I mean, that's how we get extinction and stuff like that. But, but do you think that? evolution provides a sufficient explanation for why we have morals uh, in the atheistic mind view at least enough right now now if there's a better explanation from that sort of mind view oh it would it would be fantastic but it it since it's like oh yeah this worked out so it, we're gonna keep doing this it's successful it's like if you have a business and you, Something works out, you're going to keep doing it. Yeah, you're going to exploit it till it breaks. And okay. I guess exploit, exploiting it might be a very drastic term, but I mean... I get what you're maybe. saying. Yeah. It, looking how the world is, we might have exploited it a little too far. Yeah. But it, it's like the fundamentals are kind of because it's worked out so long... Because if you look at certain rules and whatnot throughout history, in a lot of places, well, at least some places, yeah. And as we colonize and globalize, it gets more kind of homogenous. Yeah, I'll I'll probably challenge you on that later. Okay. But uh, what, well, do, you, what do you think, Michael? Uh, see, I don't know. I'm Michael. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we are becoming stereotypes. <laughs> Mr. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> oh, fuck you. But I believe that, you know, 
in everything, there's moral codes instilled. Like, look at... Okay, but where does it come from, is the question. Does it come from God or evolution? Source. Answer, answer. It's important. Does it come from have to know. Whatever is God or nothing. If there is or isn't a God. Remember, okay. agnostic theists, we don't know. But I well, believe... No, you, you just said in your interview that as look, an agnostic theist that you, you believe have, in God. You, he has a idea of a higher power, not necessarily Wait. God. Okay. And not necessarily what we would consider a God. Okay. But... I believe that before evolution, there have been morals and that they were instilled in the first creatures and that allowed them to coexist long enough to evolutionize and to continue. And that's kind of been instilled since the beginning of so what's thought, right and wrong. you think wrong. that like animals had morals? For lack of better terms, yes, but it's been refined as evolution has like, gone on. Because you can you can look at chimps and you well, put. I mean, like if you look at the animal world, I don't really think they're necessarily moral or morally inclined like humans are. Eh, well, you look at us; we kill animals to eat. Does that is that immoral? That's a whole different can now, of worms. But I'm but I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm bringing it as hypothetical. Okay. So there's nothing immoral about protecting what's yours. There's nothing immoral about eating. Right for now we'll leave it at that okay and pretty much as long as you would hear to the general of what's right and what's wrong that would usually mean you're probably going to live decently well yeah lengthwise for an animal so you think now there are some animals out there that fucking just throw more sort of wind let's just stab things and lay babies in them and dip so or, you you think basically that morals were uh, instilled through evolution, basically? I think they were there before, but it's just as we have became more aware creatures, they became more nuanced, and it they became more. Bless the dog. If you guys heard that, that was David's dog sneezing. I know it probably sounded extremely gross if it picked up on the mic. I just wanted to explain is. what it was. Yeah. But so go ahead. <laughs> also, give me a second. Let me. You were kind of going on symbiotic relationships. But as man, as creatures have evolved, the, it's been easier to say, "Hey, this is right. This is wrong." Because we made communities, we've made governments, we've made this, we made that. So therefore, it's easier to state moral knows. Like, hey, don't fucking kill nobody. Right. Hey, don't steal from nobody. So on. Okay. Don't don't fuck your neighbor's wife, you dick. Yeah. That now we've finally been able to say, hey, this right, this is wrong, and it actually carry, and then we can go, okay, we all agree this shit's right and wrong. Yeah. So it's become more nuanced, essentially. I, I believe it's always been there, though. Even, like, with the first animals. Okay. All right, so um, to to criticize, uh, not not that you guys are holding to this view, but for people that do hold moral relativism as their moral view, um, if they view that morality is determined by the culture, where exactly is the cultural lines drawn? Because if morality is relative to culture, 
is the line drawn at your regional level or the local level? What about when people move? You know, think about how America is the boiling pot for all kinds of cultures and beliefs. If someone lives on one side of the world and moves to another side of the world, do they automatically become a part of that society's moral views? For that one, I, I would say no. He's like, as it's intrinsic to you. Yeah, at least to me, they don't just immediately get absorbed, but slowly over time, they adopt. I mean, I wouldn't say they always will adopt. They won't always, but a lot of people do adopt in those views. All right. So if uh, morals are determined by our culture or society just because they're beneficial to us, or I could say if they were evolved into us, why do we as individuals make moral decisions sometimes that don't benefit our survival that just are completely selfless yeah i mean why would the I... idea of re of that innate idea of um uh what's the words what's the words but kind of as but like, if you saw like a you know a dog crossing the road and is about to get by a car, hit by a car. Oh, dude, I'm jumping in front of the car. That kind you of you saved that dog's life. Okay, like that doesn't save you or the other person. It doesn't matter, but it mattered to the dog and it did not help you. In fact, it put you in danger the pack, by jumping in front of the it's car. It's a kind of pack mentality because, like, it doesn't help you, but it helps your pack survive. Even if oh, it's it doesn't, it's a dog. Yeah, it's a stranger's dog. Not dog. Part of your but pack. in the kind of as I like to call it, the reptilian brain, it's like oh, thing in danger, me save it, live long. In that kind but of why, aspect, I mean, why should you care? That's completely arbitrary. Well, I mean, we shouldn't care about anything if every because everything might be completely arbitrary, but it still happens. Exactly. If you, it's like if, a soldier who knows. Hey, I can do this crazy ass shit and get my team out of here. So I'm going to do it. Those kind of heroic moments, those big, big dick moments. It's for keeping your pact alive because uh-huh. you'll still be continuing, not as your, not yourself, but you as kind of your culture, your being a human I, I see where you're coming from but you kind of just glide over the fact that it's talking about the singular you yeah like it's you're going to get hit by the fucking car yeah well that's to save a little dog that you don't fucking know this dog doesn't know you from adam well that and it's instinctive too yeah well i mean not necessarily for well, everyone but like in this scenario you to know, us it's very instinct we because like, i mean if i see a dog i'm gonna try to save it i ain't gonna yeah. lie yeah now, to some people, they'll be like, oh, fuck, a dog got hit today. Yeah. How was work, honey? Those fucking, God, what they called the little scaly fuckers. Uh, the lizard? One, reptile? No. Dinosaur? Armadillo? Armadillos. Ah, yes. I'm not going to feel bad about hitting one of them bitches because they run out in front of my car. That scared the shit out of me, dude. One night, I just smushed one of those guys going like 60 miles an hour. And I did you, not see it. And oh, you feel him crying. out of nowhere. You feel him crying. And I was like traumatized for the rest of my ride because he just came out of nowhere. I was like, I didn't mean to kill him, but if, he's dead now and if, I can't take it back because I was going 60 miles in an hour. 
If it makes you feel yeah, better. So you feel bad about it. I felt bad about it. <laughs> down, uh, if you take a right at that McDonald's on the south side, uh-huh. if you go down where like the auto parts stores are. Yeah. Well, I was turning out of the neighborhood down there after picking Olivia up. Mm-hmm. And fucking, I'm driving. There's this little red Chevy Cavalier, about a 97, right beside me. And like where I can't get over. And I just see this little thing walking on the sidewalk coming to the fucking road. And my tire didn't hit him. He made it to the center of my car, but my car was low enough for my bumper. Just ruined him. Squished him. And you felt and bad about I it. I felt every single scaly bit just go <sighs> like cereal. Really? And no, I didn't feel bad about it because he committed suicide. Fuck am I going to do? Yeah. But he, he only known crossing a road. He was only crossing to get to another side to get more food. Yeah, to get to the other side of this universe. It's like how deer, when deer cross roads, they don't think of your road. They don't care about your road. They follow in their minds. Their little deer brains going, ooh, food over there. Ooh, my pact. We are really off topic. Yeah, l- let me get let's let's bring it back. Uh, so basically, uh, why? So question is, why are we inclined to act morally if there aren't some underlying objectivity to morality? If all morality were truly subjective, we would just adopt hedonism and have no consideration for anyone but ourselves. But we don't live that way because we do have some moral inclination. We don't just do what we think is best all the time. All the time. You know, we're, I mean, some people do, but like, you know, some people are completely selfish and live that way. But most people do consider the external factors and situations and, and their morals, you know, like they're not entirely selfish all the time. So, if morality were subjective, we would just do whatever the hell we want to do because who cares what you think? It doesn't matter how I feel about, you know, hitting your car with my house. I don't care. <laughs> I Wait, what? Hitting your house with my car. I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. I, I was trying to improvise some situation and then I mean, if you can my manage, brain you had a bit of a spoonerism there. Yeah, I had a little. Is it a Freudian slip? No, yeah. for Freud- slip of the tongue. S- slip of the tongue, but don't a, say Freudian. A brain fart. Yeah, you had a brain fart. Brain fart. Cool. Anyway, a brain stool, if you may. Anyway, uh, let's let's discuss that. Uh, I'll let you. I'm gonna. I don't want to talk the whole time. Yeah, it's kind of like the last situation. It comes back to like. Kind of, kind of tribalistic nature where protecting your tribe so y'all can all live another day. Strength in numbers, essentially. Well, okay. Right, okay, can may I ask for a re... Give me the too lazy didn't read version of that question. Essentially, why, why do we do stuff that is essentially selfless to benefit others when it doesn't benefit us? That it? Yeah, basically. Why are we inclined to act morally if it doesn't benefit us in some cases? Yeah, and I'm going very kind of that tribe mentality. But what if it doesn't benefit your tribe? 
Yeah. It's been so ingrained into us. But you, by what? All right. By our cultures and by survival. But what if it doesn't benefit your survival? Like the dog yeah. does like, not matter to your survival or your tribe at all. And I was saying in our lizard brain, it still is that uh, we don't but, have lizard brain. We have I'm, monkey brain. That's what I'm. <laughs> well, uh, uh, that's what I'm saying. That, that's though, why I call it like, a kind of fight or flight kind of part of our brain. Fight but, or flight says run, motherfucker. But where does that come from? Uh, good question because I do not fully know. I just kind of that's. Oh, That's a bit of my explanation. Well, I'm a filthy atheist. We don't know everything. We don't have a game plan for, oh, yeah, not God made this. But, yeah, because in my eyes, like, evolu- the evolution of it and kind of protecting what is y- yours has kind of impacted us to that point where, like, yeah, it might not be your dog, but it's a dog, it's a dog in your area. Okay, so I'm going to say, I'm going to give an example, and I want to preface by this example that this is an example, not that I think this is okay. Slavery is terrible, all right? Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. We're white. Slavery does not affect us, but we agree that it is wrong because it affects other people, and it is wrong to affect those people that way. For us... I'm not saying this is a good thing, but it might actually benefit us to have a slave. That's fucking terrible. But we choose to do the exact opposite of what would be quote unquote good for us and selfish for us because we know in our gut that it is so wrong. So why do we do that? See, I I agree with the agreeing that it's wrong, but there have been white slaves before. Anybody can be a slave. Well, yeah, I'm just using like American I, culture as an example. They, they were white slaves. Indentured servants. That's what they called them. They didn't get paid. They were yeah. property. Yeah. Well, also there's but modern they, day sex slavery and all that. I stuff. mean, yeah, that too. Yeah, but I get where you're coming from. That was obviously a smaller portion in the large yeah, scheme or, of slaves. Or like if there's another, you know extremist crimes in another culture halfway across the world and we're just absolutely repulsed by that if if morals are determined by your culture why are you imposing your culture upon their culture it's completely arbitrary because it's very much a selfish almost a selfish way of thinking the thing oh but it's not selfish if you're worried about other people well if you're worried or, about other people yes but imposing your moral viewpoints on another person's moral viewpoints can somewhat be seen depending on the context. Like, yeah, is people beheading other people fucked up? Yeah, to me, yes. Yeah. But to them, it might just be the culture. But see, I call bullshit on the culture. Yeah. Because, I mean, the if, re- if we... Go ahead. I'm the sure reason being... If it's down to... The reason being, we have seen the evils put upon this earth by man, have we not? Yeah. All of us can agree that. Uh-huh. We've seen manipulation. We've seen... All sorts of shit in our lives. Morality still stands whether you are manipulated on either side. There's still a right or a wrong. It's not cultural. Cutting someone's fucking head off for it, almost any, actually any list of reasons is wrong. Having other people as property, whether through marriage 
or through deals or whatever, we can all agree is wrong. Yeah. It doesn't matter what the fuck that person thinks because their mind has been warped by whatever fucking evil. They may see it as, oh, this is just how I'm making money. No, that's not how you're making money. It is morally wrong. Yeah. I think their culture in that scenario would have indoctrinated them into a belief that is about morality that is wrong. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, to them, subjectively, it might just be the way that it is. But that doesn't mean that that is morally right. Or, right. Yeah. It means your perception of it is okay, but it's not actually okay Yeah. in an objective sense. It's like arranged marriages. I think that shit is fucking Terrible. awful. Mm-hmm. And their culture is completely normal. Yeah. Do I have a right to be a dick about it? Maybe, maybe not. That's not the point. But in the end, having someone else as property, which you are signing away your child to another child to get married and give you a baby, you're treating them like property. Yeah. You're making a business deal. That is wrong. Yeah. Also, if we thought that... So, did you want to say something? But yeah, I was just kind of playing that perception because like... In our eyes, a lot more, a lot of stuff is wrong, but some stuff is right. In their eyes, some stuff we do is wrong, and some stuff they do is right. So, I'm not denying that yeah, we that, have some level of subjective. That's why I kind of fall like, but there are our, some things that are objectively morally right and wrong. Yeah, to us, but we're also we all come from a similar background, so it, we all have similar morality. It, okay, hold on. What when I say? that there are some things that we think are right and wrong that that when i say when there are some things that are objectively right and wrong that is independent of what anyone thinks we also have subjective perceptions yeah and that part is up to us the objective side of things that all cultures and all places would agree on that is independent of our own opinion that is just a fact so i mean like what I'm saying is there are some things that we may disagree on, and just because we disagree on it doesn't mean that it's subjective. We just may be debating over, you know, I mean, we could be debating over two views that are completely wrong, or we could be debating between a view that is actually objectively morally right and then subjectively morally right. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. All right, so... um if morality were completely subjective, we technically should have no problem with other people, for example, like in other cultures that have other views of morality. We should not uh, impose our moral view on other people or even within our culture. If there are people of different political views, we shouldn't feel like we need to correct them because if it is true to them then it doesn't matter because it's true to them and it's valid to them and you can't change that but if there is something actually objectively morally right and wrong then you should feel inclined to correct them or tell them that they're wrong so you're giving me a weird look it's your boy <laughs> yeah so 
uh, yeah, I'm coming after you, Michael, because I know this is kind of uh, partly tied into like the objective, subjective truth aspect of things also. See, the thing with politics is there's some viewpoints that hold no fucking moral weight. None at all. Yeah, some of them is completely opinion. But to me, the morality issue comes in play with things that I view as just right or wrong. Right. We all have the right to say what the fuck we want, when the fuck we want, how the fuck we want. Mm -hmm. And everyone has the right to respond to it how they feel. So if you say some racist shit, you're going to get called out for it. Yeah. Because Um, people act as if there were an objective morality. Everyone should be able to have the opportunity to be prosperous under their own power. Yeah. Everyone has the right to marry whomever they want to marry as long as they are old enough to consent to marriage. Yeah. I think those are all pretty agreeable, right? Everyone should have the choice to do with their body as they want. Because what I... I I can tell you what how I feel about it morally. Mm-hmm. But me making you, forcing you, taking away your freedoms, is that moral? Depends on what freedom we're talking about. But let's not let's not go into specific what stuff because freedom. Because no. we we will probably we may or may not discuss like political stuff later. But see, that's but... the issue I have tying it in. Okay, all right. Because I as I know you know, very... I wear my heart on my sleeve about yeah. all this shit. Okay, all right. Well, let's but... leave it, let's leave it vague because I don't want to get into like politics and a discussion about morality. Mm-hmm. I but I was using that as like yeah, a vague that, example. That's just but putting do... gas in on a fire, especially right now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I... But to shorten it up, I still believe that you can be on any side of the moral area due to your compass, but right is still right, wrong is still wrong. So your perception may be wrong. Oh yeah, but there, like, I'm agnostic. <laughs> I know I'm probably wrong, but so shit. I mean, like, I guess what I'm getting at by that is like, if morality were subjective, it would be equally wrong. It will be equally right. Sorry, for someone to start a charity, as it would be for someone else to kill someone because they disagree with them. Because to them, that is what is right, and you can't change that because that's their view. And subjective moral, like, relativism is just, it leads to problems like this. Yeah, Ooh. and I think you can all, as I was doing with the uh, free will, it also kind of depends on the scope. Like, yes, there can be an objective moral truth, Yeah. but subjectively our perception is of that. such and such. And that was kind of yeah. what I was going on. Yeah. But, oh, I butchered that terribly. That's fine. I mean, I would agree with that. Yeah, because, as I was saying, like, your culture will war- will set you towards a certain way. See, I got a little cha-ching moment. I'm not <laughs> sure if you guys remember when I brought I'm this sorry, up. I shouldn't have burped on the, on the podcast. What? When, when is it morally just to kill? Is it morally is just Is it to morally kill? just to kill? Ooh, that's a tough We one. don't have to dig into this now. Yeah. Because I think we might we might bring that up later, but I just want to put that little nugget into the air. All right. Cha-ching. If you guys want to hear an episode on us debating the morality of murder, uh, when, biblically, if or when, 
is or it religiously moral? is it moral to murder yeah because any killings murder we could we could go through the like the trolley oh my god know, dude. example I have so many <laughs> the trolleys that just reminds me of that one video oh yeah all right all right well anyway let's let me get let me bring it back to a For- hardcore level bringing it back bring the pedal to the metal anyway sorry I don't know why Papa Roach popped into my brain I uh I've been drinking a monster tonight guys so so he has new metal we, uh, <laughs> we just want to be loved in the background you just hear going off in his brain when the cogs are spinning wrong song David that was to be loved by Papa Roach it's a right. fucking banger anyway. I know but I was just referencing new metal that's the first thing I pops in my mind basically what I was just trying to get at with like the you know issues with people holding their own subjective moral views as if they were objective to them and that's the end of the conversation is it becomes completely arbitrary when we tell them that they're wrong because, because then they'll still believe they're right they're gonna believe their views and you're gonna believe your views and what right do you have mm-hmm. what right do you have to tell them that they're wrong because it's right to them it's just completely arbitrary yeah you're you're essentially just jerking yourself on off by trying to be higher than now now question all right what's up as a christian oh boy we haven't talked about religion yet we're gonna get into it very soon Ooh. how do you f- as a christian oh boy do you feel your morals would still stand without christianity or that christianity to help form your morals i feel that we're gonna get actually i'm gonna put a pin in that not gonna answer it yet because that's where i'm going with this wait wait let me do it Cha-ching. put okay. in a little coin jar okay we're gonna pick it up later i mean okay. you don't have to put a counter all right anyway uh so just as one last uh punch for those uh moral relativists out there if morality is subjective if it were actually subjective the burden of proof is on the individual making that claim to back up their their position. Ironically, this is logically impossible under their view because for them to prove that morality is subjective would be to objectively prove something that is subjective. I don't know if that's going to make your brain explode, but you can't prove something if you don't believe in objectivity. So that just completely yeah. shatters your view. I'm gonna let that stew. Michael's thinking. <laughs> I mean, though I could should it because there's also kind of like the it is therefore I am kind of situation because but that's circular reasoning. Well, yeah, but I mean we've been going in a circle with more else. <laughs> Just because someone proves something to me and I have to prove it to them that. Doesn't mean I want to have that aha moment. I'm not saying an argument's going to convince you. I'm saying if someone believes that, first of all, if someone believes that subject morality were subjective, they would not need to just object to objective morality. They would need to give evidence for subjective morality. And number two, they can't because you can't prove something in an objective sense if your viewpoint is subjective. Any argument you give would be therefore subjective. Uh, you're putting this in this someone who 
looks deeply into things. I'm talking on like a, I go knock on my fucking neighbor's door and I explain hey, this. Morality? Sh- hey, do you believe this version or this and version? And I explain shit and it's like, I'm sorry, it might have gone, that might have been too meta. Yeah, but be, yeah, because I don't think or like well, talking about like, politics about things things. that are obviously wrong. Just because I explain it, you can't explain to me how, how you're right. Isn't going to change your viewpoint, right? Not necessarily. It it might move the needle, or it could move the needle even farther. Yeah. So I get where you're coming from, but my brain's thinking about the real life sense of yeah. You're thinking of applied ethics as opposed to meta meta ethics. Yeah. Yeah. In in a meta sense, yeah, yeah. Subjectively explaining something subjective has no point, but kind of in the real world. Besides, like, probably the edgiest of atheists, the <laughs> idea of accepting everything uh, is subjective and spouting out, like, yeah, like yes. it's a fact. Yes. That it, you can't prove. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, in that sense, the idea of having it subjective would be you kind of don't know it, but mm-hmm. it just, it is. Yeah. Because that's kind of how like most people kind of accept morality it is yeah therefore i am moral yeah all right so i've been beating around the bush this whole episode so, about the so uh, you're right beat around, on that one Ooh. beat around my Thanks, bush well, at least from my perspective now so now if someone subjective moralist can explain it subjectively and have us convinced you might have me <laughs> i'm just here for dr so, pepper dude so I'd, I'd be interested to hear that because yeah. that, that would be... That would be an interesting argument. Yeah. All right, so I've been beating around the bush. Uh, we've, we've talked about morals this whole episode, and we're finally going to get into the actual moral argument for God's existence. Uh, basically, uh, before I get into that, the conclusion you know, to me arguing for moral realism is that if morality were objective it would necessarily have to be grounded in an objective source. It has to be grounded in something like God. It has to be unchanging. Does that, do you agree with that? Does that make sense? It has to be, it can't be some arbitrary subjective intuition. It has to be an unchanging fact. Sorry for this at home viewers, but my brain's processing this. Could you repeat (laughs) that for me once more? If morality is objective, what is this concept grounded in if not a perfectly moral being like God? Because it it has to be grounded in something that is unchanging because it is objective. You're asking the fucking agnostic this shit? (laughs) That's the point. Give you hard ones. You can answer if you want, David. Well, I mean, it's not, it's not, it may be a rhetorical question. If you don't have an answer, it's yeah, fine, it, but I, I, that's what yeah. I'm getting at. Is because what, what, is, what is it based on for you, David? What is morals based on with your well, godless, filthy view? Yeah, it's just what's worked out in the end. So, the, but there are, and I mentioned, I think the only thing that you, I mean, like, I think evolution can explain some things morally, but yeah. it doesn't explain why you act selfless. When it doesn't benefit you or your people or your society. I think the, uh, as I say, like that tribalism, 
But there's always insuring. Go back to that. Insuring, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be like yeah. A dick insuring about the pack like, survives because if one get if y'all keep getting picked off, y'all are going to be dead. But what about the animal? Well, the animal might be your meat source. In that now, modern Dogs days. Are pets. Modern days, it's like dogs are delicious. We feel bad about it, but back in like the caveman days, or even a little bit later, that might have been like, oh, emergency food. Oh, that's your hunting buddy. So it it's been more by our modern perception, and also we innately find like dogs cute. Cuteness is a great survival factor. Now, question. why do we champion civil rights for other people that don't matter? Well, I'm not saying. Let me let me rephrase <laughs> yeah, that. Damn. I'm sorry. Let Andrew. me. Okay. That was not what I meant to say. Why do we champion civil rights for people when it doesn't matter to us? Because we think that would be morally right for them to have civil rights. Because, but we why? as it, 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 I guess it's kind of begging the question. Because we as thoughtful creatures in a meta sense like where does that come from i guess that intuition you can say evolution but i don't think that explains it well, enough. let me explain the base level first go ahead because we as conscious minded beings mm-hmm. we're able to picture outside of this box so we're if you have a fucking heart and a mind you're able to go hey if I was in their shoes and that was happening to me, how would I feel about that? Okay. Hey, if I punched little Jimmy in the face, how would I feel about him punching me in the face? <laughs> kind of visualization of the situation yeah. impacts how you view it, which can further so impact think, your morals and the perception of it. I, I think I'm just digging my grave of not knowing even deeper. Because I had somewhere to go with that, but after punching little Jimmy in the fucking face, he hit me hard enough and I can't remember. (laughs) I guess, I guess kind of, as I said, as Michael said, since we can think about stuff and kind of put ourselves in their shoes Mm -hmm. and kind of us as an emotional feeling, that visualization of that kind of enhances our morality towards the situation. Because, like, I, I I can, well, like, for someone in that business, mm-hmm. it's just an early at work. They don't think about a person as a person. They think of a person as a product. It's like why we champion workers' rights. Because we see little kids in the 1920s getting ripped to shreds. And we're like, if I was in their shoes, I would be dead. Yeah. Or I would be maimed. I would have to live my life lesser because of that. So it's so I guess it that kind of visualization also enhances our view of the moral implications of that. So because we would not want to be there, therefore we end up wanting to change that. So if we're put in a situation like that, well, so we won't be able to be put in a situation like that. Yeah. Which that might not explain it, but that's kind of how I I view, like, at least the modern It's practical, but I don't know if it fully explains where it came from. That's the problem, where it came from. Yeah. He's like, I'm a godless atheist. It came from my daddy's nutsack. Like, it... 
Just stop. Please stop. That's and like the idea is like being able to visualize and the perception of someone else. Yeah. It's something so innately human that like I, I don't really have a good explanation for it. It just is. Yeah. And that's kind of how I've lived. I just accepted some things and now if someone has a good explanation, well, let me know. Let me know. Yeah. But uh, so I have a good explanation and I'm about to get into it. Is what, it God? God. One right. second. <laughs> I was apologize. right. Apologize for the excess loud bumping noise. We have assholes in this neighborhood that will yeah. run their loud ass trucks yeah. or crank their fucking systems up all the way in the middle of the fucking night. So yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and outline the moral argument, which we've spent basically this whole episode talking about and morals movie. and whether or not they're objective or subjective. And now that we've set up for the moral argument, I can actually give it. Woo! And uh, so... I was right. This is the moral argument. Uh, I'm giving you the particular uh, phrasing of it from a guy named Inspiring Philosophy. Um, I will be leaving a link to his Metaethics series, which I basically took notes on and brought together this episode uh, for you. So, uh, premise one, morality is a rational enterprise. Premise two, moral realism is true, which means objective moral facts and duties exist, which is what I spent this whole episode talking about. Uh, so, three, the moral problems and disagreements among humans are too much for us to assume moral facts and duties are grounded in a human source of rationality. Four, moral facts and duties are grounded in a necessary rational source. That's just deduced from the first three premises, but basically, you know, we are human, we cannot... We are flawed, so it cannot be grounded in humanity. So it has to be a necessary rational source. And the conclusion is this source is what we call God. Now, in his particular formation of this, this is not an argument for Christianity. This is an argument for, a higher being. for God in a vague sense. But what this argument does tell us is that it is obviously it's just one argument for God's existence, but this argument tells us that God is moral and that he is intelligent and he is, I guess, you know, a placeholder term for what God is. But right now with this argument, we have not explained anything about God other than he is a necessary being. We don't even know that it's a he. I'm just using that as, you know, determine, you know, yeah, just to just to describe it. We know that he's necessarily moral and it is intelligent. So what do you guys think of that? I know, I know that was a very like philosophized way of putting uh, that forth. I got a question. Go ahead. Can God be a Hooters fanboy? Yes. It can be. God is yeah. just something. I should have known Michael's going to come up with some dumb shit. Yeah. Bro, them, some of them fanboys fem, <laughs> be looking kind of cute. The, I guess... I want to hear what Michael says because it, how he's worded it, sounds perfect for agnostic theist. Yeah, since it doesn't necessarily say God is G, God is a Christian God. This God, it is insert God here essentially, and not even insert higher power yeah. here essentially. Yeah, 
It's basically just saying that God hey, is the source of morality. there's something out there that's smart and, like, has morals. It's saying that God is the source of morality, and that is all that this argument describes. I'm not saying that's all that God is, but that's all that this argument is saying. It, it states a footnote in what God does, essentially. Yeah. See, I, I, I see a way I can get down with that. Do you think it makes sense? Do you think it, it follows logically that, you know? I would say for the most part, currently it makes sense. Are there any premises that you would object to? Yeah. At this moment, not necessarily, but it's something I'd have to... Have to stew on it. Yeah, the only thing is... I'd have to stew to the kind stew. Of fun- fundamentally, it is kind of... The perception is... At least for me, like a lot of it's it's a very sound argument. It's very clear cut, decisive, but the perception is you have to have the belief that there is something out there. So like for me, it doesn't really fit with me, but it's still a good argument. Okay. Well, if you take away your preconceived notion of things and, yeah. and wipe the slate clean, if the argument follows that should lead you to believe that there's a higher power. Basically, that there is a rational, necessary source for morality, which we call God. Yeah. And like I said, that's not describing anything else about God. We're going to go into other arguments later on about God, which I think describe the other characteristics of God, which when you put all of the arguments together, you kind of get God. it, It starts to look like the Judeo-Christian God. And then when you take into accountability, into account uh, the resurrection argument, which we'll get into that a little bit later, um, that really starts to narrow it down towards Christianity. So we're not, obviously that's, you know, that'll be over the process of several episodes, but for this purpose, I mean, you say it follows, but the reason you object to it is because you don't believe in God. Yeah. So, are you assuming your conclusion there and saying that, well, I'm coming in with a bias that God doesn't exist, so that argument doesn't make sense to me because I don't believe in God? Well, personally for me, but in the kind of scope of everything, it does make sense. It's just I have kind of non-belief. But for someone searching, someone asking, the idea of morality could be pretty simply explained by that. Yeah. Okay, so let me ask you this. If we take away the God term, if we say, you know, because like basically God in this argument is just a really blanket term for uh, the power. source of morality. If we if we take away the preconceived notion of what God is and just say it's the source of morality, would you agree with it that this that the, basically morality has to have an unnecessary rational source. I guess in, if it is objective, if it is objective, because that's and another like premise. that, it, like for example, could that source still be, even though as you said, it doesn't explain everything, but could it possibly be evolution? Mm-hmm. Yeah, then perfect because that's kind of how my worldview of it is. It's just well, evolution wouldn't be necessary or rational because it, it's kind of survival of the fittest it could be random it's not necessarily like it has to be this way and it could be no other way yeah at least in the, the like 
the mainstream form yeah the of mainstream evolution. though i guess you could say the kind of edges that have survived mm-hmm. had to be to survive that situation not saying it's necessarily falls under a different term but it could still be a kind of viewpoint of evolution but if it's put in something other than just higher power yeah there's a kind of there's that fundamental morality that we innately have as i explained with children thinking like being kind of like pure clean slates and whatnot yeah so that and as i said very clearly concise argument it's just mainly that addition of kind of the viewpoint of god or a higher power it's the only thing that sticks out to me as like, but being, you know, being the filthy atheist I am. Yeah. But especially for someone like an agnostic, I kind of think it as perfectly agnostic theist or even for someone of a belief thinking like, oh, where's morality? That sums it up pretty much. Yeah. Well, okay. So if we said that, and I'm not trying to downplay, you know, the argument just to get it on David's level or anything, but yeah. if we said that it were, you know, the source, you know, as I said, like, if we didn't say it were God, if we said it, because that might imply that it is external to the natural world. Yeah. If we said that that necessary rational source is a part of the natural world, would that do it for you? It is some unexplained, immaterial thing that is in this world. I think I could get down with that. Okay. Because that could be, as we said, evolution. It could be something entirely different, something weird. We don't know. Could be some space goo <laughs> on, a, on an asteroid or something. <laughs> yeah. Hey, there could be aliens out there just watching us and playing their video games with us. All right. Well, anyway. No, no, probably not. I mean, that would uh, explain wanna... those kids kicking my ass on Overwatch. All right. Well, I wanted to... Uh... I know I've let you sit there and stew for a little bit. Do you have anything to add, yeah, Michael? I, I want to hear your viewpoint. On yeah, it I've been I've been interrogating David because I know he doesn't. Agree. Honestly, I don't have too much more to add because yeah. this is one of those where it's like yeah. I know morality has and always has been. Right. As far as I fucking truly know, because mm-hmm. I feel as if morality, you know, just fucking cut in stone, black and white. It's either right or wrong, no matter where you fall on it. Yeah. Do you agree with the source being God? If it is objective. Or a higher power. Not necessarily. Okay. How so? Because there's a part of me that believes in a very hands-off God. Well, okay. But he could have made that nest egg. Let's let's take the, again, let's take the preconceived notion of what God is. The Christianized version of God, you know, your perception of God. God as the source of morality that is necessary and rational. If that is what God is, if that's all you're using for this argument to describe what God is, God is just the term for the necessary rational source. Would you accept it? See, I don't know. I'm going to let it stew. Got to let it sit with you. Drop too much knowledge. <laughs> yeah, and maybe... Like kind of in your hold on, let him. (laughs) I see the gears turning. He's like, hold on. What was that term, David? I don't know. I'm gonna let it soak. 
Okay, marinate. Marinate me, baby. So we'll be marinating later, son. <laughs> yeah, just marinate. All right. Well, we'll we'll check in next week and see how it's marinated. Well, maybe we'll do this like every week. We'll do like a catch up on what we talked about last week, because like how we kind of mentioned the free will thing this time, just to kind of clarify. We might can do that next week at the start, just to see. No, because you you tend to take longer to. Come with yeah, you're a filthy atheist and you're a good Christian boy and I'm just lost. Alright, well. And the thing, the funny yeah. thing is we're not necessarily staring at him. Into, it's not like one of those sitcoms where it's like I'm the devil on his one shoulder, you're the angel on his other uh-huh. trying to steer him. We're just like hey, we're here. You guys are both like trying to catch up with me with a book and I just see like some random shit in the background like let me look at this closer. And you guys are like, damn it. Almost got him. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's more of the funny sitcom story. Okay. Well, I think we've I've I've talked about everything. So is there uh is there any other final thoughts or conclusions you guys want to leave before we end off this episode? Morality is either you're a piece of shit or you're not a piece of shit, deal with it. Wise words from the agnostic theist yeah. over there in the corner. Yeah. Michael. With two vapes and an adult beverage in my hand. Yep. And Bread, technically, so it's got to be good for me. And evolution is how we explain it now, though it could be explained way different, even how we came to be, how animals become how they are. It's just how we kind of perceived it and come to the conclusion so far. Because that's kind of one thing people are so set in stone with certain ideas mm-hmm. science is ever changing ever evolving we figure out new stuff every day don't don't get sit seated in one idea yeah all right well i don't really have anything else to say because i've probably hammered in this point beating a dead horse here uh and also, hopefully it wasn't like too aggressive or anything and, and also i i do love like pulling the I was so, just I was just testing you. you yeah, know? That, I wasn't trying to like be aggressive and rude. Oh, I know. I was just trying and to, I also like playing that. Well, if you look at the scope the, of it, you want to be the devil's advocate. Yeah, because feels the atheist. I kind of <laughs> I kind of feel like it. These arguments also vary on the scope of the situation. Like as I said <laughs> earlier, from a kind of universal, yeah, morality could be a universal truth. But if you look at it on a personal person to person. Some people might just be living as if it's subjective, even though it's more so warped by their culture and whatnot. But that's the beauty of it, to be kind of analytical and figure out what you think. Just remember, just because you can suck your own dick doesn't mean it's going to feel like your dick's going to suck. You're just sucking dick. Michael, I think I'm going to take your talking privileges away for the rest of the episode. (laughs) On a quick little noter, I, I also might have picked that up from my programming because he's like think of the scope of the situation program based on the scope <laughs> all right well, we've, we've been going on for a while uh so we probably need to wrap wild. it up uh so thank you guys so much for listening to this episode i don't have anything else to add hopefully it was thought-provoking and we'll let it stew and we'll come back in a week and see what you guys think and then next week we're going to talk about consciousness the problem of consciousness where does it come from oh god 
So uh, that's gonna be fun. Yeah. So if you guys have any thoughts or questions or anything, definitely email us at facingthegatespod at gmail.com or hit us up on social media at facingthegates, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're and, gonna get OnlyFans started. Uh, no. <laughs> it doesn't have to be for porn. You can just post whatever you want on there. True. I'm posting porn though. <laughs> I'm going to read scriptures out the Bible. Oh, my God. All right. Well, anyway, uh, last other thing. If you enjoyed this episode, if it was thought-provoking, give us a review. Tell us what you think. If you thought it was shit, tell us it was shit. You think it was good? If you're like, get- man, I'm giving this one star because Michael won't shut up about his nonsense. He, he won't makes make no up his sense. mind either. He comes out of nowhere with stupid shit. We want him to make up his mind by the I, end. I'm the fucking kill of this wrestling episode. That's all right. It's it's interesting to to get you guys' reactions and yeah. let it stew. Because like, and it, then test you. Because mm. even though we kind of have the ideas of since we've talked a lot, kind of how we feel. Yeah, it, it's interesting to see the nuance and also, like as I've been doing, putting it in a different scope. Yeah. A different perspective. Yeah. Because that's a major thing is being able to analyze from someone else's perspective on the situation. Yeah. We want to keep it open so we're all yeah. like bring I mean, like I'm presenting stuff to you guys on the yeah. episodes that I've written out, obviously, but you guys can bring to the table your perspectives on the things that I bring to the table, but you can also bring things to the table. Come to the table with your own episodes and like challenge us, you know? So yeah. Also, if you guys have episode suggestions, let us know. Uh, it may already be on the list, but we're Word. gonna we're gonna continue with existent uh, arguments for God's existence for now. Uh, we've we've got that for a little bit. We've got quite a few episodes planned out, but uh, yeah. I'm interested in the consciousness one. I'm interested yeah. because in I, I don't know how to explain that. <laughs> I'm interested in how to bang your friend's dad one. All right. Well, we're gonna end this episode now. So yeah, thanks, we're, we're, thanks for listening. Um, please don't give us a bad review because of Michael, but be honest, give us five stars. Be tell honest us for shit. Review. Okay. That's it. We love you. See mm-hmm. you next week.